quickly in an emergency. They'll be on time and do a perfect job. And it means they promise to give everyone a fair price every time. So if you're looking for a better experience from your generator AC company, or you just got a big quote from someone else and you want a second opinion, let the folks at Burkhardt earn your trust and treat you right. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. afternoon and welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I am your host, Eric Asher, 106.1 FM NASH icon on your radio dial. Don't forget iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app. Our digital platforms, you can take the show with you anywhere. It's a free download for your smartphone or tablet. Also, you can listen to the podcast there because our podcast is everywhere. Anchors our home base on all podcasting platforms. Just search Inside New Orleans Show with Eric Asher. You should find it fairly easily. NashFM1061.com, EricAsher.com on the World Wide Web. Our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. 
Uh, today's program is brought to you by our good friends over at Hendrick's Neptunia Gin. And uh, we've been talking about it for a while now. Uh, Tales of the Cocktail is in town, uh, which means, again, mixologists from all over the world have descended on the Crescent City. And, uh, you know, I mean, is it going to be accidental? Maybe it's on purpose. I mean, it's just so many of them. If you're heading out to, again, a great restaurant here in the city, maybe, again, um, uh, going to grab a couple cocktails, um, I promise you, you will see some of these great mixologists, brand ambassadors uh, that are out, again, uh, spending their money. Pardon me. Uh, here in New Orleans. Uh, and, uh, you know, sampling, again, a lot of the great restaurants, a lot of the great uh, uh, bars, lounges, etc. Hey, ask them about Hendrick Step Jr. Gin. Ask them about the portfolio of William Grant that I've been talking about for years now. Of course, um, much like Midsummer Solstice, Lunar, fast becoming, again, one of the highest-selling limited-edition spirits in the Super Premium Gin category. And why not? Again, uh, this, uh, this great uh, spirit, uh, has notes of coastal freshness, balanced with, again, notes of citrus, alluring juniper uh, character, lengthened by deep, deep earthly notes of um, locally sourced Scottish seaside botanicals, uh, fresh coastal herbs, and, of course, that unmistakable crisp citrus finish. This limited edition Henrik's Gin can be found at your favorite spirit store, uh, again, your favorite bar, restaurant, or if it's not there, demand it. Just a perfect drink, again, a perfect spirit for uh, the spring and summer months, especially now. Uh, the dog days of summer for us, uh, pretty refreshing for you. Again, it's Hendrix Neptunia Gin. It is at your favorite spirit store. should be at your favorite um, restaurant or bar. If not, demand it. On the program today, Jeff Duncan of uh, Noel.com, the Times-Picune, will join us at 435 this afternoon. Chris Gordy of Locked on SEC Podcast and also uh, 790 uh, out in Houston will join us uh, at uh, 515. And then Larry Holder of The Athletic in his normal spot, 535 this afternoon. Uh, we'll be talking a lot about what's going on with the Saints as they're getting ready to go into camp. With Jordy, uh, I mean, with Chris Gordy, we'll, we'll take a look back to the SEC media days. We'll take maybe a peek at LSU. But we're going to try to spend a lot of time on uh, just previewing uh, the Saints camp as, again, uh, rookies are there, veterans getting ready to report on Wednesday. So uh, we'll talk about that. Don't forget, again, Ross Jackson making his debut on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports this week. Of course, he's on Locked on Saints podcast. Also, uh, uh, Saints Wire and the newest addition to CrestedySports.com. You can catch Ross uh, and myself uh, this week uh, on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports, Thursday at 1 o'clock, live broadcast on WLA-TV. Also live streaming on the WLA-TV YouTube page. 6 o'clock for our first rebroadcast on WLA-TV every Thursday night. Then, of course, 10 o'clock on the Deuce, WLA-TV 2. Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on LAE. Saturday morning at 2 a.m. on the Deuce. Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Always on our social media platforms. Always on the WLA-TV YouTube page. And always at ericasher.com. All right, a um, lot to talk about today. Let's jump into it. First of all, I know a lot of people have been wondering what's going to be happening with these number swaps, right? It goes back to when Mark Ingram came over to the Saints in that trade with Houston. Um Andy Dalton and, and Mark Ingram are going to switch, switch numbers. Dalton will now move from, uh, again, 5 to 14, which has been his traditional number. Ingram will take 5. No word on what's going to happen with the Honey Badger, who's been wearing 32. Um, he had said earlier this, um, this month uh, that he would like to take the number 5 uh, in, in, um, to honor his grandmother, who grew up in the 5th Ward of, of uh, New Orleans. Uh, I'm not sure that's going to happen. Mark Ingram talked about... Uh, having a single number saying it was, quote-unquote, slimming. Didn't want anything in the 30s. 
Uh, the 20s, for the most part, are taken. Again, that can change, I guess, if um, as we get closer to the final cut down. And maybe, again, that could be a change there. But for right now, it looks like the Honey Badger may end up with 32. Uh, with, again, Mark Ingram now taking five, Dalton taking 14. Uh, the NFL has, uh, has jumped into the streaming service business. NFL Plus and NFL Plus Premium will launch this season. NFL Plus is going to be available for $4.99 a month, uh, $39.99 annually. It's going to give fans an opportunity to get live out-of-market preseason games, live local uh, primetime regular season games and postseason games, live local national audio for every game, NFL Network shows on demand, and NFL Films archives. Uh, the live in-market games that have been previously free through cellular carries now, uh, again, on this. Uh, the live regular season postseason games are available through, again, phones and tablets and other features, including, again, uh, the preseason game, game replays that can be seen on any device, including, again, uh, connected televisions. The premium service uh, is $9.99 a month, $79.99 a year. It's going to offer, again, ad-free full game replays, condensed game replays, the All-22 Coaches film, which had been previously on the NFL Game Pass, uh, and of course, it's um, that that is um, that is something that I think a lot of people will take advantage of. Uh, the All 22 film, uh, the game replays without any commercials. Uh, especially a lot of people in my business will be will be forking up that uh, 79.99 a year for for that uh, to be able to check that out. So again, uh, the NFL now in the streaming business. I gotta believe if the NFL is doing it, the NBA and the and Major League Baseball is not far behind. Um, this week, again, the, the, uh, veterans report to, um, to camp and, um, look, this team, I don't know if you saw Sean Fazan's, uh, projected 53 that he did, you know, the one that, he, again, they just put out, uh, that's the, again, the, the pre-camp one, not, not a lot of, not a lot of, um, open spots according to Sean and I, and I agree with him. Okay. I mean, you look at this roster for the most part. You're really going to have to beat out a guy that's been here for a while or a veteran. And I think it's going to be hard to do. So I looked at this thing two ways when, when, when I was breaking it down over the weekend and thinking about, again, you know, you know where the Saints are as, as they're going into camp right now. And, and, and I broke it down by, again, the most improved position on, on, on the offense, in, in, my position, in, in my opinion, is wide receiver. I think you look at the wide receiver position right now, uh, hopefully, again, with a healthy Michael Thomas. Uh, immediately better with, again, Jarvis Landry brought in. And look, I've said this since the beginning. Uh, the thing with Landry is if Thomas is not ready to go, you can move him into Thomas's spot. He can play there, okay? That opens up another spot for another wide receiver. We'll see how, that, how that'll play out. But you got to like, again, the top three if healthy, which is, again, uh, Thomas, Alave, and, and Jarvis Landry. And then Callaway maybe, again, as, as, as kind of your speed guy. Now, a lot of people like Kurt Merrick. Uh, the uh, the kid from New Orleans, Deshaun Dixon, the kid from New Orleans, to maybe again push uh, for again uh, maybe one of those final spots or again a spot on the practice squad. We'll see how that plays out. They got Kevin White, they got Kawan Baker again, the, the pick from last year who they they like. I got to see Kevin White will probably be gone uh, because they'll probably go with again somebody younger and cheaper. Uh, Deontay Hardy showed flashes last year. The question is how much can you get him on the field, right? Uh, when, and, and keep him healthy to be able to do what he does well, which is, again, um, uh, return the re, uh, in the return game. And then, to me, Traquan Smith is squarely on the bubble, okay? Squarely on the bubble this year. It'll be interesting to see, again, if they stick with him or, again, if maybe they go with one of the younger receivers with a more upside uh, going forward. So, to me, you know, when you look at the most improved position on the team, 
on the offensive side of the ball, I think it sands down uh, the wide receiver position. To, the, to me, the position with the most quality depth, I think it's quarterback. Um, and I think you just look at the top two. Uh, there's not again when you look at Jameis Winston what, what he's bringing to the table what we hope again he'll he'll come back from his knee injury and duplicate what he did in the first seven games last year right um, if not look it's been proven uh, you look at um, Andy Dalton and he has won games in this league he is a quality quarterback uh, he will have a plethora of talent around him if ultimately he gets the opportunity uh, to be able to um, uh, the opportunity to be able to, to uh, uh, come in and, and, and play the position if there's a, you know, if, if Jameis falters or there's an injury. So I think, again, when you look at the quality depth on offense, it's quarterback. The position that's incomplete to me is running back, and I've been saying it all offseason long. There was an article, I think, this week in the, in the, in the Times-Picayune, I think Jeff Duncan wrote it, where he said the Saints have been looking for a running back all offseason long. I've been begging and pleading, uh, you know, going back to when, when Leonard Fournette was an unrestricted free agent. And thought he would be a nice addition. Now, again, he's making more money than I think the Saints would be willing to pay. But, again, they have to go out and they have to get another quality running back. You cannot go into this season banking on undrafted free agents and aging Mark Ingram, hoping that and praying that Kamara does not get suspended, and then ultimately being in a situation where you're counting on, again, maybe uh, Smith from Baylor coming in and being the guy. Uh, that's something that should have been addressed. Uh, I've said it all along. It reminds me of what they did last year with the wide receiver room where they fooled themselves into believing they had quality there when they didn't. And, and they're doing the same thing right now with running back. So that has to be addressed, and it has to be addressed soon uh, in, in terms of, again, the, to, to complete that, uh, uh, that uh, particular uh, position. Uh, the biggest question mark to me is, is offensive line. Uh, it's a position I think that needs to show uh, uh, you know, uh, whether they can, they can stay healthy or not. Uh, it's a position where you look at it across the board and there are some really good players at, on, on, that, on that line, but there's some real question marks. And the real question marks, again, to me are, well, again, right, Penning and, and Hurst. Who's going to start there? I, I think they're going to be okay if it's Hurst. If it's Penning, that means, again, that he has played well above and beyond what a lot of us think they thought he could, transitioning from a smaller school to obviously, again, being able to play in the NFL. Is he the next Toronto Armstead? I don't, I don't think anybody knows that yet, okay? We know, again, he's a hulk of a man, and, and he's got size, and he's got ability. The question is, again, can he handle NFL pass rushers? Um, you know, what's he, that, that's, that's the biggest key here. Uh, we'll, we'll see how it plays out. Look, I've said before, I would have no issue with him starting off as tackle eligible and, and, and learning the game like some other tackles have done here in New Orleans. Uh, we have no issue with that, with Hurst starting. Now, again, if you start to get injuries, that's where, that's where you get issues because Hurst is kind of your, your best, again, jack-of-all-trades guy. So we'll see how that plays out. Uh, McCoy is solid, pardon me. Um, Ramshack, obviously, again, one of the best at his position. Um, the, the other two question marks are, again, at the guard position. Uh, can Andres Peake come back and play uh, and, and, and play at a high level? And, and earn the money that he was given. Um, he has not been healthy. He's been inconsistent at times. Uh, and then Cesar Ruiz is on the clock. He's got to prove he can play the guard position in the NFL. Uh, Throckmorton, obviously you got, you got, you got Landon Young uh, as backups there, along with, uh, with, again, whoever's going to be, whether it be Hurst or Penning. We'll see how that, that kind of plays out. Can somebody else slip in? Uh, we'll see. Again, uh, but that to me, when you start looking at the, at the at this team right now, um, 
uh, is the biggest question mark on the offensive side of the ball. The position needs the greatest improvement. It's pretty simple. It's tight end. Um, is there some talent there? Look, I think Troutman is going is going to rebound, and I think he's going to have a good year. Yeah, I think it, sometimes it just takes a couple years for a guy that comes from a small school to get acclimated. Plus, again, you know, the changeover from 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 a, a Breeze to a Winston to again four different quarterbacks last year. Come on, uh, he's got the ability. I think he can put it together. Uh, Taysom Hill, it'd be interesting to see him playing again that tight end position full time. Um, Vanette's going to be a question mark here because, again, Jawan Johnson has put on 25 pounds, uh, and, and it's all muscle. And, again, he's ready to play that tight end position. Let me tell you something. Don't fall asleep on Lucas Crow. I said this since the beginning when they, when they signed this kid, uh, formerly of Florida, left Florida, went to Pittsburgh. He's got everything you want in terms of measurables for a tight end. The question is, again, will they hold on to him on the, on the active roster? Is he going to be a practice squad guy where, again, anybody could take a shot at him? Uh, so, again, uh, it, they, they have talent, but they need to show improvement at, at that tight end position. And then, of course, to me, again, the position of strength is, is once again the wide receiver position. I think when you look across the board, um, the, the depth at that, at that position, you look at the, at the um, quality, especially, again, with your starters. Um, you've got guys that, again, that have been in the Pro Bowl in, in, uh, in Jarvis Landry and, and uh, Michael Thomas. Uh, guys that two guys that again that, that are that are bona fide players at the wide receiver position, and then Chris Olave uh, should be should be a, a, a again a great addition. He's got everything you want in a wide receiver, and, and again the pressure's not going to be on him because he has two really good players in Thomas and and, and Landry uh, flanking him. So we'll see again how that that plays out with his with his rookie year going forward. On the defensive side of the ball, look. To me, the strength of the team and what's going to carry this team going forward is going to be the defense. Um, anything we get out of the offense in terms of high-powered is going to be Lanyard. You know, do we, we even know what the offense is going to be? I mean, is the offense going to be a running offense now? Uh, is there is there is it with Dennis Allen as as, as the coordinator? As, as sorry, as, as the head coach and Pete Mark Carmichael as the coordinator? Uh, are they going to be a wide-open offense? Or are they going to be an offense that again likes to run the football and play defense? I don't think we know that yet. Uh, but, again, we know that they have the weapons on offense to, to, to be a high-powered offense if they choose to be. A lot of that comes down to can the offensive line protect and can they open up holes for, for the um, running back. Uh, but when the defense, it's, it is the position of strength, there's no doubt, okay? Uh, you look across the board, and, and, and to me, um, the, the most improved position is safety. And I know people go, wait a minute, uh, Jenkins and Williams? No, no, I, I think that May and, and, and Tyron Matthew are better than Jenkins and Williams. I do. And I think they'll prove that. And I think they'll prove that they are interchangeable. I think they'll prove that, again, they can be more deceptive with those two guys on the field. Uh, and, uh, again, to me, um, I think the safety position, uh, based on last year to this year, also has, has quality depth there as well. Um, we'll, we'll see what they're going to do with Elante Taylor, if they're going to leave him at corner or they're going to move him to safety. Uh, we know that P.J. Williams has played well at the safety position. They brought in Sorensen, who is a guy that can play close to the line if he makes the team. So, again, I think the most improved position is safety. On, on the defensive line, uh, when it comes to the quality depth, I think the position most, the, most, uh, with the most quality depth is defensive end. I think you look across the board, I think there's a plethora of talent for the New Orleans Saints when you look at the defensive end position. Cam Jordan, Passanio, Granderson. Uh, you look at Davenport, Turner. They brought in Taco Charlton again, who was, you know, again was a high uh, first round was a high first round pick, but never really panned out. Um, 
so to me, I look at that def- I look at that defensive end position, and if guys can stay healthy, uh, they're going to have a rotation that, that could be a murderer's row. Uh, on, on the flip side, when you look at um, the biggest question mark to me, it's defensive tackle. Uh, they have to be able to prove they can stop the run up the middle, and um, there's no doubt there's talent there. Uh, I, I, I love Anyamata, obviously. I like the addition of Contavious Street. Um, Shai Tuttle has proven, again, he can play in the league, uh, as, as uh, has Malcolm Roach. But can they be the consistent run stoppers in the middle that's necessary? That's the question. Albert Huggins, uh, again, is part of that mix. They brought in Jaleel Johnson from Houston, and they drafted Jordan Jackson. Uh, so, again, we'll see how that plays out. Uh, but to me, uh, the, the, the starters look good. I mean, when you talk about street, um, you know, maybe on your modest street, Tuttle, maybe in a little rotation there. Uh, but they got to prove, first of all, that they can stop the run consistently up the middle. They do that. Um, and, and then, of course, this will be one of the top defenses in the F- NFL. But if you had to ask me again, the biggest question mark on defense, I think it's defensive tackle. The position is incomplete. It's the position I've been talking about all offseason long. Uh, it, it is the linebacker position. Uh, the Saints look like they're moving away from Quan Alexander. Uh, that's their choice, obviously. He's still out there. There's been a lot of scuttlebutt that maybe he'll end up with the New, with the New York Jets before it's all said and done. Uh, but, again, I think it's a mistake not having him on this team. He uh, doesn't necessarily have to be the starter, but it's quality depth. Uh, you look right now, Demario Davis, Caden Ellis, Andrew Dow, uh, th- those are your three middle linebackers. Pete Werner, uh, they bring in uh, DeMarco Jackson. Zach Bond has, has, been, an, has been a guy that, uh, that they're still waiting on. Uh, and then they brought in Eric Wilson, the, unrest- the unrestricted free agent out of, um, out of Houston. Maybe Wilson's the guy that moves into Quan Alexander's spot. Who knows? Uh, but, again, on paper right now, to me, that's, that's, that's the biggest question mark. You're counting on Ellis, who's shown flashes, and Zach Bond, who's shown nothing. Okay? Nothing. So that, to me, is an, is an incomplete uh, position right now where they can add a, a veteran, uh, and it can help uh, solidify that position. Uh, I mentioned the position needs great improvement. It, it's, it's the position with the biggest question marks, defensive tackle. Okay, if the, it, hopefully, again, they'll be able to um, be able to stop the run and get a pass rush from the inside. That's something Anyamata does very, very well. Uh, well. Hopefully, again, we'll see that. And, and the position of strength, I think it's a tie between defensive end and cornerback. I think the cornerbacks, when you look at, the, and again, the depth of the cornerback position now uh, that the Saints have, a lot of more. Obviously, again, uh, uh, you're looking at uh, – Debo on the other side, Alante Taylor. Uh, you look across, you look at, again, now Gardner Johnson at the nickelback, uh, P.J. Williams that can slide in there. Hey, don't fall asleep on Bryce Thompson, who's, again, been getting raves after minicamp at the safety position. Uh, but you look across the board in that secondary, I think, again, the secondary is, is, as strong as, is, is as strong as any position on the team. And, look, there might not be a lot of open positions. J.T. Gray is a special teams phenom. Um, you look at Smoke Monday, maybe he's a, a practice squad guy. Um, you know, there's been a lot of talk about, as I mentioned, Bryce Thompson. Uh, but we'll see, again, how this kind of plays out going forward. But I really like, again, th- th- those two positions, uh, the cornerback position and the defensive end position uh, as the strengths. And when you talk about special teams, look, the most improved has got to be the kicker, right? Will Lutz has got to stay healthy. That was a one of the reasons why the Saints missed the playoffs last year. They didn't have a kicker they could count on. Uh, I think the position with the most quality depth is Gunner. I think across the board, you got some really good players that, again, can play that gunner position for the Saints right now. Uh, and, and some guys that maybe will, might push the starters there as well. 
Uh, and, of course, something we don't know right now, just because of the influx of players, they make the team based on, again, coverage teams. Uh, and, and so that would be maybe if there was an incomplete, it would be the coverage team. Again, the biggest question mark is kicker. Uh, and, 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 and the position has to show the greatest improvement is kicker. And I think the position of strength when you look at uh, the, uh, the special teams is two. Uh, return game with Deontay Hardy uh, and, the, and the punting with Gilligan. I think both, uh, again, are quality, quality uh, 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 players at those positions. And then when you talk about team question marks, I was writing this down last night thinking about it. Look, I think you've got to be realistic here. And you've got to say Dennis Allen is a question mark. He is. We've never seen Dennis Allen as a head coach here in New Orleans with this type of talent. We think we know what he's going to be as a head coach, but we don't know. You know, again, uh, you know, what type of motivator will he be? That's another, another big question mark going forward. We know what Sean Payton was. He was a master motivator. I mean, he'd go out of his way to, again, uh, you know, using old Bill Parcells tricks to be able to motivate his team. I- is he going to mimic what Payton has done in the past? He said he wants to put his own stamp on this. Well, what is his own stamp? We don't know yet. I think we all think that the transition of continuity and keeping the, 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 the coaching staff together, trying to keep the team together, uh, was a smart move on, on the part of the, of the uh, organization's front office. But we don't know. We have no clue. We have no clue Dennis Allen's going to be when, again, when, when, when it's crunch time and he's got to make a decision. Is he going to be an aggressive coach? Or is he going to be a guy that, again, that doesn't want to be aggressive and is willing to, to kick it away or, you know, where, again, Sean Payton probably would have went for it? We'll see. How the co-defensive co- coordinators are going to work is also a question mark, okay? Um, you know, I mean, we know Dennis Allen's going to call the game on Sundays in addition to his head coaching uh, uh, job, much like, again, Sean Payton did. But, again, how will the co-defensive coordinators work? And, again, uh, uh, you know, is that something that's going to be uh, we're going to see going forward? Or maybe we'll see one of those guys maybe off on their own next season. But for this season, it's got to work. It's got to be able to work. And that means those guys have to work in, in unison. And then, again, to me, the biggest question mark is, how does this team, how does this coaching staff react on game day without Sean Payton? Sean Payton, the wrath of Payton on the sidelines. Sean Payton, again, the motivator. Sean Payton, again, the, the, the offensive genius. Sean Payton, the guy that you always felt like on the sidelines, that you never were out of a game because of Payton, because of, because of not just his gunslinger mentality at times, but just, again, a guy that just exudes confidence. Um, and, and also a guy that demanded excellence. So he's not here anymore. You know, again, he's not on the practice field anymore, screaming and hollering. He's not, he's, again, his presence is gone. That's a void. Can't pretend it's not there. I mean, I, I mean, I, I, I'm going to tell you right now, when he got suspended by the NFL, I thought that, again, with Drew Brees and all the great leaders that they had on this team, that there would be no drop-off. The coaching staff had been intact for years. They were just going to pick up where they left off, and it would be no issue. That proved not to be the case. In fact, again, it was horrible. Uh, again, it wasn't even close. And to, again, the same type of, of leadership and the team and everything else we saw with Sean Payton being suspended. So what makes you believe that all of a sudden now that this is going to be a even, an easy flow from Sean Payton to Dennis Allen, from Sean Payton to Carmichael? Come on, man. I mean, again, if it was that easy, every team would do it. So we'll see. Again, look, I, I like the theory of going from Payton to Allen, but they're just going to look. Payton was a huge presence in, the, in, in, in that facility. In that locker room, uh, you know, everything that, that happened with the New Orleans Saints since he took over since 2006 went through Sean Payton. Everything. Everything. No, again, everything. He was in charge of everything. 
So how does that change now? And, again, who takes that responsibility, especially when it comes to uh, the true leadership of this team? So that's something that's a question mark, and I don't, think you, I don't think we can glaze over it. I think we can look at this thing on paper and say, on paper, this team has the ability to be able to be uh, one of the top teams in the NFC, which means they have a chance to be able to be in the NFC Championship, which means they have a chance to be in the Super Bowl. They have to be healthy. They have to be disciplined. And, again, they cannot be a team, that, again, that, that kills itself with mistakes. Uh, on paper, we believe that they can, they can be that team. Hopefully, again, that's going to happen. But, again, you don't play games on paper. You play them in a league, in a league where, again, every single year we see teams go from worst to first, from first to worst. Uh, I actually, again, like this team. I like the way it's, it's built. I'm glad they went out and, and, and upgraded the offensive, uh, the, the offensive wide receiver position. I think there's still some question marks across the board, as I mentioned. But um, overall, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. And look, the main thing is this team has been snake bitten by injuries. That's got to end. That's got to end. They've got to be healthy this season, and hopefully they will be. All right, you're listening to Inside New Orleans, brought to you by our friends at Hendricks Neptunia Gin. Uh, please get out there and enjoy, again, a William Grant spirit. Hendricks Neptunia is available for you at your favorite spirit store. Also, again, your favorite uh, bar or restaurant. If it's not there, demand Hendrix Neptunia Gin. And don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. AC is not working. It's not cooling. Look, don't get upset. Just remember, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. With 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home, Nate certified technicians only doing the work that's necessary. They'll be to your home quickly. They'll be to your business quickly, and they'll get you up and running. doesn't matter what type of, of uh, system you have. They're authorized to service all brands. And, of course, only doing the work that's necessary, truly a company can trust. It's Burkhart. That's acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Jeff Duncan of um, NOLA.com is next. Don't move. I'm Ken Trahan. And I'm Jude Young. We'll have comprehensive coverage of high school, college, and the pros. Plus, we give you a voice to speak your mind. It's entertainment. It's information. It's all that you could want. And it's right here on 1061 Nash Icon. Monday through Friday from 6 to 7 p.m. Following Inside New Orleans on 1061 Nash Icon. Country for life. This report is sponsored by Napa Auto Parts. When your ride fires on all cylinders, so do you. That's why Napa is on a mission to keep you in motion. With nearly 6,000 Napa Auto Parts stores and over 17,000 Napa Auto Care centers, the Napa Network has everything you need to get up and go. Look out for delays on 10 westbound just before Michoud. In the meantime, look out for accidents. Clio at Aretha Castle Haley and also Convention Center Boulevard at Calliope. I'm at Robinson Broadcasting for the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue. Open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue, 
in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. Thanks so much for being there. Today's program brought to you by Hendricks Neptunia Gin. That's right. Uh, get out there and enjoy, again, uh, Hendricks Neptunia Gin. Uh, again, limited edition, spirit in the super premium gin category. Perfect for, again, the summer months. Uh, that unmistakable crisp citrus finish. Uh, especially in the hot summer months when you're looking for something refreshing uh, as far as a cocktail goes. Hendricks Neptunia Gin. Uh, limited edition will only be on, for, on on the market for a year, much like Midsummer Solstice, much like Lunar. Uh, fast becoming again one of the uh, one of the top selling um, super premium gins, uh, and you only can get it for a short time. So get out there and get it now. Uh, favorite spirit store, uh, of course, for your bar or restaurant uh, that you frequent. If they don't have it, demand it. That's Hendrix Neptunia Gin. All right, joining us in the program from NOLA.com, the Times Picayune. Uh, columnist Jeff Duncan is uh, is with us. Jeff, how are you, bud? Eric, I'm doing good, man. How are you? Doing great. The dog days of summer are almost over, huh? <laughs> yeah. I mean, let's hope they get over soon because uh, uh, we're going to be grilling ourselves out on the sidelines. Yeah, well, I wasn't talking about the heat. I was talking about the lack of content. But, yeah, no, I'm with you. <laughs> I'm with you. Good to see again the Saints are getting ready to go, go into camp and Jeff, just I know you've looked at this roster over and over again, and and if just maybe a, a couple points that maybe you uh, you'll, things you're going to be looking for uh, as as the vets go to camp this week, uh, uh, maybe positions of of of, of interest, uh, break it down for us, some of the things that again you'll be lo- you'll be watching as you head out to camp. Well, Eric, I'm, I'm writing my column uh, as we speak for. Uh for Wednesday's Picayune. And uh, one of the points I'm making is this camp doesn't have, uh, if all the ones I've covered over the years, I, I sense less position battles, uh, at least in the starting lineup of, of any team I can remember. In fact, I, I think you could pretty much name the starting 11 on each side of the ball right now before camp even begins. And I can't really remember that in the history of, of this team. Uh, this, this team's pretty set. Uh, now, how how 
efficient they're going to be and how, how good they're going to be as a team, I think we'll, you know, we got a long ways to go. There's a lot of questions. I think more questions at different key positions than any team I can remember uh, from the head coach, you know, to the quarterback, uh, all the way down to some of the key players on the, on the roster. So I think it's going to be a very compelling season, a very compelling training camp. Um, obviously, the new receiving core is going to get a lot of attention, uh, how that's been overhauled, how healthy Mike Thomas is. Uh, that, to me, is going to be a key, key point where I'll be watching early on in camp. And then, look, I wrote about it Sunday in the pick unit. I don't think this team's done yet. I think they would like to add another running back to the roster, and I wouldn't surprise me if something like that happened sometime later in camp. You have had um, – uh, you've, you've written a couple books, so you've had probably more, uh, uh, I would say, behind-the-scenes time with maybe Sean Payton than maybe most. Um, just uh, his personality – uh, demanding head coach, everything that, that, again, he brought to the table in terms of this culture uh, and, and, of course, sustained it over over again, his tenure here in New Orleans. Um, how much of a void is that when you're, when you're moving into Dennis Allen, who we really don't know what he's going to be like in terms of head coach, but we know he's not going to be Sean Payton. Right, and Sean Payton had a, had a very dominant presence. I mean, he was an authority figure uh, in, throughout the building, and uh, I think that is going to be interesting to see how that transition goes. Um, I, I just think Sean, Dennis Allen is just a different coach. He's a different person, and there's nothing wrong with that. Anybody that took over this job was going to uh, have to deal with um, the Sean Payton comparisons. The good thing, I think, is Dennis Allen has been in the building the whole time. The culture that Sean Payton established uh, should remain intact, at least at least early on, I think, for the, the foreseeable future. Uh, because they know what it takes to win. They know the formula there that Sean Payton established. Uh, but I, I do think it's going to be different. I noticed in the offseason during mini camps, uh, Dennis Allen, very much a teacher, uh, not not a yeller in any way out there. Not, not that Sean Payton was uh, during his tenure, during practice, he was very much a teacher. But there was a little more of an intensity about things when Sean Payton was out there that I didn't see as much uh, from the Saints uh, early on under under Allen, so it'll be interesting to see if that's the same in training camp. Yeah, I agree with you, and I, I think that's that. And, and again, how does how does the team react to that as well? I think they, with the defense, knows him. They followed him for years. Again, I don't think that's an issue. Offense is a little bit different, obviously. With again, you know, some obviously they knew he was in the building, etc. But that's not their their position coach or their coordinator. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Also, Pete Carmichael. Look, let's face it, it's his game now. What type of coordinator will he be? Is he going to be an aggressive coordinator? Will this be an offense that, again, runs the football more and plays defense? How do you think it's going to look? Yeah, I think it's going to look a lot like what we've seen. I don't think there's going to be a big big departure at all from, from what we've seen from the Saints. I mean, that's what Pete Carmichael was. I mean, he was a key part of this offense through, throughout the Sean Payton, Drew Brees tenure, and I think they saw the success that it, uh, you know, engendered and. uh I'll be shocked if that looks different at all. Now, I'm sure he's going to have some wrinkles that he puts in that, that will play to the strengths of Jameis Winston, the quarterback, and, and some of the new pieces he's got, Chris Olave and Jarvis Landry. But I, I don't think to the, the general fan or to the media uh, representative, you're going to notice a difference in the Saints offense at all. In fact, I think that's one of the reasons why they wanted Pete Carmichael mm-hmm. to take that coordinator position is they wanted to keep things the same 
because they've seen it, it have success. In the past, it was Peyton making that call, though, right? I mean, if he's going to, they're going to go for it or whatever. That's going to be, that's going to probably be Dennis Allen now. I wonder how aggressive he's going to be. We've seen him be very, very aggressive on defense. How aggressive do you think he'll be on offense? Well, uh, you know, I think most of those calls will be Pete Carmichael, except for maybe the fourth and ones, things like that. Sure. Uh, that'll be that'll. I think that'll just come down to situation. Uh, you know, Dennis Allen said before. Uh, you know, he learned a lot from Sean Payton in those situations. And I, I think even Sean would tell you he was aggressive a lot of times, but other times he wasn't. It depended on the team he has. I think this team, uh, because the defense is the strength of the team, uh, you could afford to punt more often than, than maybe you would have in past years. Uh, I think that's the biggest change I've noticed in the last couple of seasons uh, with the Saints, I mean, the, the identity of this team is on defense, not on offense. Uh, this is a team that dominates on that yes. side of the ball. And I think the defense arguably is the best this franchise has seen mm-hmm. since the Dome Patrol days. And you could even make an argument that it compares to the Dome Patrol. And I think that is how this team is going to win games this year, playing to that strength, because I certainly believe – uh, you, that's a known entity, Eric, that the defensive side of the ball. We, mm-hmm. Even though there's some key parts on offense and everybody's excited, I still think there's a lot of question marks on offense compared to defense. I agree. And, and again, the defense is healthy. I think, again, they're going to be dominant. I don't think there's any doubt. Um, offensively, Jameis Winston, talk a little about him going into this season. Look, he seems to have taken the leadership role on this team. Uh, he's embracing it. Uh, what are your thoughts? Well, it's a huge year for Jameis Winston. I think he knows that. I think everyone in the organization knows it. Uh, the way that contract that he signed is structured, uh, it's essentially a one-year deal, kind of a prove-it deal. And I think if he has a, a strong season, uh, he has a chance to re-sign with this team, a, a long-term extension, and uh, it'll be very lucrative for him. Uh, so there's a lot on the line for Jameis Winston. I think he has a lot to prove. And I think you see it uh, in his – demeanor, how he carries himself. I mean, he's very hungry. He understands this is his opportunity to remake his career after it didn't go the way he wanted in Tampa. He's got a a playoff caliber roster around him. There really are no more excuses. I mean, they've got an offensive um, perimeter position group that should, Mm -hmm. you know, be the best he's had in his career. Uh, It's time for him to, to kind of step up and, lead this team to the playoffs, I think, and kind of he has a chance, I think, to kind of rewrite his own um, story here in the NFL in New Orleans. And I think that the, the front office was smart to go out and get a guy like Andy Dalton uh, because not only, again, can he push Jameis Winston, he's another set of eyes for Jameis Winston on the sideline, and if something was to happen to Jameis Winston, you're going to a guy that's won a lot of games in the NFL. Yeah, I tell you, he surprised me, Eric. I think he surprised a lot of people how good he looked in the offseason. Uh, you forget this is a guy that's been to the Pro Bowl and uh, has won a lot of games in the NFL. And I think Saints fans, if there's one thing I would say about Andy Dalton, you should feel encouraged uh, with the way he played this offseason. The little bit we got to see him, uh, I think very similar to what this team had when they had Teddy Bridgewater and Jameis Winston. They've got a viable backup quarterback that if something does happen to Winston and we know he's coming off major knee surgery if something does happen uh, you've got a guy that can come in with this roster and I think still be successful 
When you look at this defense, uh, again, to me, um, I, I love the addition of, of, of Tyron Matthew and, and May in, in the defensive backfield. But also, again, they're going to go as far as the defensive line takes them, and that means they've got to stay healthy. On paper, they look – I mean, they are deep and they are strong. Uh, talk a little bit about the D-line. Well, I think the D-line is the strength of the team. I mean, they're, they're very deep. You're right. It's probably deeper than any – defensive line in the league right now probably the deepest it's it's ever been in new orleans but i think the key to everything is going to be marcus davenport the age that cam jordan is i mean there's going to be some drop-offs there just has to be he's played at such a high level for so long and the guy to carry that torch and to be the next enforcer up there has got to be davenport he's got all the athletic ability in the world but again he's starting the season on the pup list Uh, you know that he's had some injuries he's had a shoulder issue that's hounded him. That's not a good injury to have at that position. But we've seen, Eric, that when he's healthy and has the right mindset, I mean, he can dominate up, up front. And I think he has to this year. To contract year for him, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if the Saints move on if he does not produce this year. Uh, and I think he is probably the most important player on that side of the ball. If he has a big year, I think kind of a domino effect on the rest of the defense. How strong is his secondary, in your opinion? Well, I, I'm really eager to see. Uh, you know, I think I think the safety position has great potential, but I also think there's a lot of questions there. I mean, Marcus May coming off of, uh, you know, season-ending surgery. Uh, I want to see how good Tyran Matthew, what he's got left in the tank. Uh, you know, he certainly is graded as one of the highest uh, safeties in the league, but uh, you know, the fact is he's, he's on his fourth team in about five years, you know, so I think uh, there's reasons to be concerned, uh, but there's also reasons for optimism. I look at certain things on this team, like the safety position, as having uh, what I call a, a, a wide cone of uncertainty, right? It's kind of that term for, for the hurricanes that come into town, right. you know. The, the, there's, there, this team could be, I think, overall – more than any team that I've covered in the last decade in New Orleans could be very good, have a very high ceiling, mm-hmm. or it could be the opposite, have a much lower floor than, than teams we've seen in the past because there's so many question marks going yep. into this season. So I'm not, I'm not ready to jump on board yet and say, yes, this team's going to be a playoff team. I, I think there's a lot to be proven because of so many key players coming off injuries and we just don't know what their status is going to be. Um, I'm with you. And I, I think a lot of that has to do with health. I think if they're healthy, uh, I think on paper they are a playoff team. And, and you know, we'll see again. The, 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 there's a lot of intangibles. We talked about it again. Dennis Allen, uh, quarterback. We go, we go right down the line here. I do want to ask you about Pete Werner because the team seems to be all in on Pete Werner and have kind of moved on from Quan Alexander. First of all, does that surprise you? Second of all, what do you anticipate out of him this season? Well, they're very high on Pete Warner, and it didn't surprise me at all. Uh, You know, you draft that guy that high, you got to get him on the field. Uh, I I think the market is telling you right now what the league thinks of Quan Alexander. Uh, So uh, I I think sometimes, Eric, we we have a tendency here uh, to overrate some of the local players that end up Mm -hmm. on the Saints and – and and I think we have a tendency to because they have a name like a Quan Alexander to 
uh, you know, give them maybe a, a little bit higher rating than what the rest of the league does. And I think we're seeing that right now with Quan Alexander. Uh, I thought he was fine when he came here, but I didn't think he was a difference maker in any way. And I think, uh, I think we're seeing that the, the way he's looked at around the league. But Pete Werner is a guy that I think can be, um, you know, I don't think he's ever going to be a dominant player, but I think he's the kind of guy that they love at the linebacker position next to Demario Davis, where you have a dominant player. He's smart, instinctive. Uh, he's got the size they look for, and uh, I mean, I think it speaks volumes that that they were willing to move on from Quad Alexander to, and felt comfortable about doing it because they had such confidence in him. Another big readdition, obviously, is, is uh, Will Lutz. This team really suffered without him last year. Oh gosh, I mean, that solidifies the the, the kick game that they really struggled with. I mean, you could argue that this team could have won two, maybe three more games with, with Will Lutz out yep. there again. But he's another guy I want to see. I mean, he's coming off major offseason uh, you know, surgery. Is he going to be the same kicker? I mean, that's been a long time since he's been kicking competitive environment. We know how finicky the kicking game is. And so I think that's a good example of, of what I'm talking about. Everyone just assumes uh, he's going to step right back in and be a Pro Bowl kicker again, and Mike Thomas is going to be – 2019 Offensive Player of the Year, and it's not that simple. There, there's there's a lot that's happened between then and now, mm-hmm. and I think to to assume that they're going to pick right up where they left off, uh, I think is uh, you know a little bit risky. And and so I think we need to see this in action here over the next few weeks. And there's a lot of work yes. to be done, uh, you know, before the season starts. Jeff, uh, thanks for the time as always, Bud. Appreciate it. Tell the folks what you got coming up for us on NOLA.com, The Times Picayune. And our folks can follow you on social media. Yeah, buddy. I'll, look, I'll be out at Saints camp tomorrow. We got Dennis Allen and Mickey Loomis. We'll, our staff and our team will be writing from that. I'll have a column in, in Wednesday's Times Picayune on the on this big season ahead and just what we you and I've been talking about how how, yeah, how exciting it is, yes. compelling, and I also think um, maybe more intriguing than any Saints team we've had in the last three or four years. At Jeff underscore Duncan on Twitter. Thanks for your time, bud. All right, anytime, Eric. Thanks for having me on. You got it. There you go. That's Jeff Duncan. Uh, again, now don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. If I don't care where you live, if your AC breaks down, or if you're looking for a new system, at least have Burkhardt come out and give you a price. Uh, Burkhardt has authorized itself some of the top brands in the industry. And, of course, the service after the sale is impeccable. Uh, again, 15 trunks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or your business. Nate certified technicians only doing the work that's necessary. And, of course, when it comes to the crew that installs your system, again, they are they are among the best uh, in, in the business. And you, you're talking about, again, uh, fo- uh, a crew that treats your home like their home, uh, understands, again, um, uh, again that you're trying to you have a business to run. If, it, if it's a commercial uh, system, uh, they are the experts. It's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. That's acpromise.com acpromise.com. Today's program brought to you by Hendrix Neptunia Gin. It's available for you now at your favorite spirit store, your favorite restaurant or bar. Reach for, again, Hendrix Neptunia Gin, part of the William Grant Family Distillers uh, portfolio of spirits. Hi, Eric Ashwood, celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Oppenheim. 
Dave Miet Insurance is a full-service independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies, serving the East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes. Dave Miet Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMietInsAgency.com. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. Whether it is your personal vehicle or a fleet account, at Southern Tire, we treat your vehicle like our own. At Southern Tire, we have all the latest diagnostic equipment and ASE-certified technicians the dealerships have without the dealership prices. Hickory & Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we we provide to our customers. Hey, all right. Welcome to the newly renovated TikTok. Come on in. Quick, close the door, Mike. You're letting the flies out. All right. Don't start that again. Hey, look, we've been back operating almost two months now. Yeah, and your sign just say, sorry, we're back open. Stop. Come on. So what you think about the new paint job and the repaved parking lot? I think you could put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a... All right. Enough is enough. The TikTok Cafe open 24-7 at the intersection of Causeway and I-10 in Metairie. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. I'll bring you up in a second. Kim, can you see if we have more acid wash? Desmona's Thrift Store is the spot for killer vintage finds. Oh, that looks fabulous on you. Hey, can you do the register? But her sales clerk situation feels pretty threadbare. Oh, yeah. Let me clear out that fitting room. Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. We instantly connect you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Earn up to $500 in sponsored job credits by conducting interviews on Indeed. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. Terms and conditions apply. Prescription products require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if a prescription is appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for full details and important safety information. Subscription required. Refund available for 60 days after purchase. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 90% cheaper? And you can get it online? Go to 4 slash joy. At Hims, you'll get a free medical consultation and discreet shipping if prescribed. Love your results or your money back. To start your free online visit, go to 4 slash joy. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O. Spud here, and you know the first place I go when my family needs to see a doctor's rapid urgent care. I mean, you're in and out of there in 40 minutes, give or take. You spend that much time in an ER just waiting to get triaged. From a broken ankle to a bee sting to a COVID test, Rapid Urgent Care's got you covered with clinics all over Southeast Louisiana. You don't need an appointment. Just walk right in with your ID and your insurance card. Or you can sign up for their health care partnership. Rapid Urgent Care also has a telemed center. Waiting for your call might save you a trip. Go to rapidurgentcare.com to find out more and to find the clinic nearest you. You're listening to Inside New Orleans, brought to you by Hendrix Neptunia Gin. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Thanks to uh, Jeff Duncan. Uh, hour number one in the books, hour number two coming up. Stick around, won't you? Broadcasting from the Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Opelie.
It's time for the man who tells it like it is. You want a bitch? He's got him. You want information? He's got it. You want a host who is New Orleans? You found him. Eric Asher. And Inside New Orleans. <laughs> Number two of Inside New Orleans, Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. Thanks so much for being there. I want to thank Jeff Duncan for joining us in hour number one. Hour number two will bring Chris Gordy of Locked On SEC Podcast in 790 out of Houston. Uh, he'll join us at um, about 515, and then we'll finish up with Larry Holder of The Athletic. Uh, of course, you're listening to 106.1 FM Nash Icon. On your radio dial, iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, our digital platforms, NashFM106.1.com and EricAsher.com on the World Wide Web. Our podcast is everywhere. Anchor's our home base, but we're on your favorite podcasting platform. Just search Inside New Orleans Show with Eric Asher. Our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. And as mentioned many, many times, if you want to contact me directly, Eric at EricAsher.com on the email. Just go to the contact button on uh, at Eric Asher. Com, and that email will come directly to me. Uh, don't forget about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports this week. Ross Jackson makes his debut. Uh, he'll be coming right from camp. That's our live broadcast on Thursday at 1 p.m. on WLAE-TV. Also, don't forget live streaming on the WLAE-TV YouTube page at 1 p.m. Our first rebroadcast is at 6 p.m. on Thursday night on WLAE. 10 p.m. on The Deuce, that's WLAE-TV 2. Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock, LAE. Saturday morning at 2 a.m. On the, on the Deuce. Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Always on our social media platforms. Always at ericasher.com and always on the WLAE-TV YouTube page. Um, 
And today's program is brought to you by Hendrix Neptunia Gin. Uh, again, a limited edition. I've talked about it before. Miss Leslie Gracie is the original uh, curator and creator of, um, of Hendrix Neptunia Gin. She's a master distiller uh, for Hendrix. Uh, and, of course, it was her that went in and, uh, went and did a lot of the experimentation uh, that uh, has come up with uh, Lunar uh, Summer Solstice. Uh, and now, of course, Hendrix Neptunia Gin uh, with really, again, a, a focus on, on, on the magic of the sea. Uh, Hendrix home is in the southwest uh, coast of Scotland. Hendrix Neptunia is un- unmistakably Hendrix, again, but it's got an invigorating blend of, again, coastal botanicals. And, again, I keep telling you about this crisp citrus finish, which makes it perfect for, again, a hot New Orleans summer. Uh, launched in, in March of 2022. It's only out for one year. Uh, again, it's um, again, and, and it's inspired by, again, the, uh, the sea. Miss Leslie Gracie, as, as uh, she strolled the local beaches, she has a background in chemistry and, of course, experience in experimentation, which, uh, which has, uh, again, brought together botanical pairings. Uh, this time, she has extracted the magic of the allure of the sea and bottled in a gin. Uh, Neptunia refers to, again, goddess of the sea. Notes of coastal freshness, freshness balanced again with fresh notes of citrus, that alluring juniper character that's lengthened by deep earthly notes of locally sourced seaside but bot- bot- botanicals right there from, from Scotland. And then, of course, fresh coastal herbs uh, lends to that uh, crisp finish, which, again, is unmistakable. Um, again, the base is, is rose cucumber. they got 11 botanicals. The additional Neptunia botanicals are sea kelp, coastal thyme, and lime. And I'm telling you right now, it turns out into an incredible spirit uh, that will be one of your go-to spirits, especially during the summer. But, again, only out for a limited time, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, March, when we out in March, one year, and then it's done. Uh, so many people are coming to um, uh, to Hendrix going, we want more summer souls, we want more lunar. No, one, one year, that's it, and it's done. So, again, give it a try, especially, again, right now, uh, as we have so many uh, great mixologists around the world here in New Orleans. Ask them about Hendrix. Ask them about, again, the portfolio of William Grant, independent family distiller since 1887. And, again, get yourself some of the next, uh, Hendrix Neptunia gin, uh, limited release for you. Only will be out one year. All right, um, I mentioned this as we opened up the program today. Um, that uh, just a couple of notes on the Saints, as, as again the the vets will, will be going to camp on on uh, on Wednesday. Tomorrow during our program, uh, Mick, Mickey Loomis and also Dennis Allen are going to meet the media. So again, we'll we'll uh, we'll try to have that uh, that for you as as we go forward on tomorrow's program. Uh, but again, uh, uh, big big year for the New Orleans Saints. Uh, it's got to be a rebound year after last year. Uh, being decimated by injuries, and uh, but but again, uh, a new voice in, in Dennis Allen, and and uh, you know, uh, a team that's got to prove that uh, they're among the elite in the, in, in the NFC again, and, and ultimately one of the elite in the NFL. I believe they are, based on again on paper, but you don't play it on paper. Uh, on paper, I think they're as good as anybody in the NFC, and I've said it since. But they they got some holes. You know, I mean, again, I've said from the beginning, they need another running back. Looks like they're trying to be able to fix that. Can't go into the season like you did last year with, again, that wide receiver room that was full of undrafted free agents and, and um, uh, you know, just not a lot of, of quality talent. Kamara's a, a, a great talent. Is he going to get suspended or not? We certainly hope not. Uh, you know, how long can, uh, can Ingram stay healthy? Hopefully the entire season. But you still need another back. And then the other part of it is that, to me, again, the only other – 
you know, you have a question mark, obviously, at the, at the uh, offensive line position. We, um, a lot of that last year because of injury. But really, again, Cesar Ruiz has got to pl- prove he can play guard in the NFL. Near the end. Can he play guard? Or is his position center? Was it a bad move on the part of this team to take a guy coming out of, out of, out of, out of college who was a bona fide center, thought to be, well, again, a, a, a top center coming out of that draft and could be a top center in the NFL, and, and move him to guard? Uh, when, again, McCoy, you did the exact opposite with McCoy. McCoy was a top guard coming out of Texas A&M, and you moved him to center. Now, he's become one of the best centers in the, in, in the NFL. But is that Ruiz's natural position? And did they make a mistake in doing that? It's got to be proven this year. You know, same thing with, with, with Pete. Pete made, made, made a lot of money with the New Orleans Saints. Can he stay healthy? Okay, can he stay healthy? Because I'm telling you right now, Winston will go as the offensive line goes. Been talking about it all offseason. Again, the guy's got a knee injury. I'm, I'm sorry. It's just human nature. When you have an injury, especially to your lower extremities as a quarterback, and you need to stride in, you need to be able to step into a throw, it's all about his mechanics. And we talked about it before. When erratic Jameis, bad Jameis, when is that? When he tries to be able to think he can beat somebody with his arm, number one, and, and again, he's not stepping into his throws, he's not going to do the proper mechanics, that's when, again, he becomes very erratic. Uh, we've been so used to, to again, Drew Brees uh, just being so accurate, and a lot of that was what? His mechanics, his base was always, again, right. So, again, we'll see, again, how that plays out with Jameis. If it doesn't, Andy Dalton's there. Uh, defensively, I think, again, they are as good as anybody in the NFL. Uh, all the, the wide receiver position now is as good as any, any room in the NFL. Uh, but the, the question mark, the really big question marks are the offensive line, getting another running back, and then, of course, moving off of Quan Alexander. Because for me, Quan was not going to be the starter. They're going to put Pete Werner there. To me, Quan was there for what? To back up uh, and to be a guy that could, that could be a spot play for you. Uh, you know, what's going to happen if you get some injuries at linebacker? Zach Bond? Come on. Give me a break here. So we'll see how that plays out. All right, let's head to the guest line. Good friend of this program, good friend of mine, New Orleans own Chris Gordy, uh, 790 AM in Houston, of course, the host of Locked On SEC Podcast. Chris, welcome to the show. How are you? We have Chris? There we go. Got you now, Chris. I got you now, bud. How are you, Chris? I'm good. I was just going to throw in there. I was a little disappointed to see that Kyle Rudolph signed with the Bucs. I was kind of hoping – you know, maybe the Saints could lob a phone call. Because no offense to uh, Adam Troutman, but I just I can't rely on you. Where are you? I, I need you to show up and do something. So, just putting that one out there. We've had right. I, you know, I, I think he's going to be okay this year. Look, look again. You, we could we're going to talk throughout the season. So again, we, we we'll, we'll discuss this. But I just think coming from a small school, uh, the switch at quarterback. Uh, you know, you always see maybe again that that, that progress kind of kick back a bit. The injuries kind of kind of hurt him as well. I think he's got the talent. He's he's got to display it. And and, and Juwan Johnson's put on the, the, between 15 and 20 pounds worth of muscle. And if he can play the tight end position uh, and still be able to have the speed to get downfield, that could be a weapon. And look, let's face it, this is now Taysom Hill's position. And, and again, yeah. how is he going to going to be able to? Um, he'll still play the jack of all trades, but how will he be utilized in that position? Uh, I think the guy, uh, the guy that's on the, on the bubble right now is Nick Vanette. Yeah, no, you're probably right. I just I keep having visions of Kyle Rudolph catching that touchdown in the playoff game. It just you mean that push it, off? You, know? you mean that push off <laughs> on PJ Williams that I had that I called him out on, on social media this past weekend? I actually called Kyle Rudolph on that. He's, he's still he's boasting about that that play, and I'm like, dude, you pushed off. I mean, the the ref might have swallowed the whistle, but you still pushed off. Yeah, you know? it's it's a, it's unfortunate. It goes in the in the in the bank of all the heartbreaking Saints oh. uh, 
you can literally write a book on just the soul-crushing playoff losses in recent years. Amen. Amen, brother. So how good do you think this team is? I mean, you've, you, you checked this, this uh, depth chart going, in, going into camp. How good do you think they can be? Yeah, I mean, I, I think, you know, if, if some things go wrong and they lose some close games, like remember a few years ago they, they had those, that season where they just kept losing a couple close games here and there. It was like, man, if we just could have come through in a couple of them, like, I feel like, like the, 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 the floor should be eight wins in my mind. Like, I just, I think they're a little bit better than that. Uh, anything less than, than eight wins is absolutely disappointing for this group just because of what the defense has. But I look at this division and, and I'm, I'm not afraid of Carolina adding, adding, uh, you know, uh, Baker Mayfield. I'm not afraid of uh, the Falcons and what they've got at quarterback. The Bucks are still the Bucks, but, you know, eventually something, Father Time's got to catch up with, with, with number 12 there. And, you know, maybe, maybe they take a little bit of a step back with some of the offseason losses and all that. So it, it starts with the division. Um, you know, at minimum, you want to split your division games, at, you know, if not win more. So, I just look at this roster and what they have defensively, and I just think that this is – I mean, maybe I just look at through through black and gold glasses, Eric, but it's a playoff team in my mind. you got to be. This is the most weapons Jameis has had. Um, they got to be a playoff team. I think 10 wins is doable. I'm with you, Chris. And I look at Tampa, and I've said this all offseason long. The Tampa Bay Bucks are the New Orleans Saints. They mirror each other. You know, both came yeah. in a situation where they got new head coaches now. They've elevated from, from within, right? They're defensive coordinators. Um, uh, the, the offensive coordinator is the same, but now that takes on more of, a, of, a, of an expanded role because, again, the head coach also was an offensive guy. Uh, they're going with, de- with, with again, the uh, co-defensive coordinators, much like the Saints are. And, and there's been a little bit of a turnover here in, in terms of their roster. Um, you know, they've lost some pretty good players. Again, on the defensive line, losing – I'm sorry, offensive line, losing Gronk. Uh, so, I don't know if that's going to be as formidable as maybe they were last year. Let's face it, the Saints had their number last year. Yeah, and, and, the, and the other thing, too, is – and, you know, I, I get crucified when I say this stuff, but, you know, Sean Payton, as good as he was, had his downfalls. You know, bad challenges – uh, gambles, going for it on fourth down when you didn't need to, just little things like that that I wonder, you know, will those will those issues be gone? You know what I mean? Like, will you have some more level-headed uh, decisions being made by Pete Carmichael and Dennis Allen and, and, and the guys on staff? And, again, I, I don't want to sound like I'm knocking Sean Payton, but, again, there, there was some criticism to be made for just questionable things he did in-game. Um, and, and I just wonder, you know, will, will some of those things get, get a little bit better? So, yeah, again, I, I think you're right. I mean, the, the, the staff coming together, you know, a lot of cohesion still here. Um, and I just look at Jameis and say, man, this is going to be his best uh, assembling of talent around him since he was in Tampa. And we know what he did last time he was in Tampa, you know, one of the uh, league leaders in passing. I know he threw all the, t- all the interceptions too, but um, – you know, again, I, I just think this could be this. If everything clicks, this could be a really special year for James Winston. 
Talk about the defense, because a lot of people believe this is going to be a defensively dominant team. The defense will take this team as far as it can go. I still think they have a tremendous amount of weapons on offense, especially if Kamara doesn't get suspended. But, you know, I'm in that camp. This is a um, defensive-oriented team with, again, some playmakers on that side of the ball now. But guys, again, that that if they're healthy, uh, they could be a force. You're right, and, and I like the addition of Marcus May and Tyron Matthew. I think that gives you a little bit more, um, you know, playmaking ability in, in the secondary. You know, Marcus Davenport playing a contract year, I think, is, you know, we see it all the time, year to year out. Guys step it up when they're in a contract year because they want to get paid. Uh, you know, he's probably going to go get paid by somebody else in the offseason. But, um, yeah, I, I think, you know, the, the, the up front, the defensive line is, has always been – a strength for the Saints, at least in the last five years. So, uh, you know, I expect Cam Jordan to do what he does. I expect, like I said, Davenport, when he, you know, if he's fully healthy and out there to perform at a high level. Level, we've seen good play from Shy Tuttle. So, I, I like the defense. I, I just really think, man, if they could just get their hands on a couple more balls this year, force a few more turnovers. Um, you know, again, this this could be one of the better groups that they've had in recent years on defense. You were at SEC Media Days all, all all last week. Your impressions coming out of there? Yeah, I think we just we have a lot of really really good teams in this league this year, and a lot of it because of the quarterback position. And, and to me, the big topic all week long was we know Georgia and Alabama are the two best teams in in college football and the SEC. Who's the third best team in, in the SEC this year? And I got so many different answers from A and M to Arkansas to Ole Miss to Kentucky to Tennessee, I mean, it really is, it's, it's up in the air because you have so many good teams that, you know, either, either you're a really good team with a great roster and a great quarterback, but you got a tough schedule. Or you're a team like Ole Miss that has a lot of question marks, brought in a lot of transfers, but go look at their schedule. It's, it's easy peasy for Ole Miss. So it's just, it's going to be an interesting year to see who can overcome, uh, you know, who can overcome the challenges. And, and obviously, there's a few more teams with quarterback battles going on out there. A&M, probably the biggest one, because whoever they decide the quarterback, whether it's Max Johnson, who you know played pretty well at LSU last year, or Haynes King, the guy who was named their starter last year, who's got some running ability, I think is going to be a long way in going. If Jimbo Fisher is going to have you know a one or two loss season this year, or yet another four loss season like he's been having uh, at A&M. Uh, LSU, big quarterback battle between Miles Brennan and uh, Jaden Daniels, and I think it's going to end up being uh, Miles Brennan when it's all said and done. Auburn, you know, is it going to be Zach Calzada or TJ Finley? There's a lot of quarterback battles to be played out here still before the start of the season, and uh, you know, in my mind, that's going to go a long way in whether you have a, a good, mediocre season or, or a really great season. So, uh, yeah, that was the biggest kind of storyline to me, is who's the third best team in, in the SEC, and can anybody topple Georgia and Alabama? Because we've seen, Eric, I mean, it doesn't always go chalk. You know, there's, there's always, you know, 2019, I believe, uh, you know, the preseason favorite was Alabama. They had Tua back and all that. And all the whole Joe Burrow decides to take his game to the next level. And they ends up winning the Heisman. LSU wins the SEC and wins the national championship. So it's not always how we, uh, how we draw it up. But for the most part, everybody kind of expects Georgia and Alabama to be right back in there. We know it's a little bit of a transition year for LSU, and I think I think that the fan base has to have a little bit of patience with Brian Kelly. But uh, fifth in the West, was that about where you had them? Yeah, it, it's interesting. I had Phil Steele on my show a few weeks ago, and he he has LSU finishing finishing seventh, but he said it's just because 
he said you can literally put anybody from you know three to seven. You can jumble those up, and he said I, I would I would buy it. Um, you know, it's just it's so there's so many teams that are kind of equal there, and LSU's in the mix. They got talent. Um, you know, but does it all click? Does it all come together? You know, the questions on the offensive line. In one one aspect, if you're an LSU fan, you're excited that Will Campbell, this big five-star freshman, is going to come in and start on the offensive line. But in another realm, man, this is SEC football. You're starting as a true freshman, and you're going to go through your growing pains. And so, uh, yeah, look, I had Brian Kelly uh, on the show uh, in SEC Media Days. I'm going to post that tomorrow on the podcast. And, you know, just, like, impressive. When you sit down with the guy, he's a guy who demands excellence, just a class act. Uh, very in control of things, and it's not a shot at Les or Coach O. But when this guy talks, he earns your respect. And that was a big thing talking to Jack Besh and Mike Jones and some of these other guys that they said that they fell in love with Coach Kelly right from the get-go because he's holding everybody to a high standard. There ain't going to be no skipping classes under Brian Kelly's tenure. They're going to be – and he's showing up late to meetings. He doesn't tolerate right. it. He doesn't put up with it. You're off the team. So, um, you know, those things stood out to me. But also, you know, Jack Besh told me he's got a real sense of humor that – you know, everybody sees him on camera and on the sidelines, and he's a serious guy, but he's also a guy that the kids respect and have fun with uh, on the sideline. And so you're right, Eric. I mean, it, it could be a transition year. It could be, you know, go through some growing pains. Let's at least just establish a foundation and, and get to seven or eight wins this year and then build off of that. But there's also a chance that maybe some of these pieces come together sooner rather than later. Mm-hmm. You, still, you still have Kayshawn Boutte. You still have Ali Gay and DJ BJ uh, Oswari. So, you have a lot of really good, talented pieces on this team that man, if, if you catch a couple breaks, you hit a game-winning field goal here or there, this team could get to, to nine wins if, if all goes mm-hmm. well. I think a lot of people are looking at eight wins. I mean, if it's nine, you know, again, obviously that's, that's land, yeah, but eight. But i got to give Scott Woodward a lot of credit. I've been saying it for a long time now. Um, what he has done in terms of the transformation of the LSU athletic program with the type of coaches that he's brought in. And what those coaches have done in such a short period of time and, again, remaking uh, their particular sports has been nothing less than, than again, phenomenal. Yeah, it's, it's unbelievable the hires he has made. I mean, uh, other athletic directors dream of what. Um, you know, we think the arrow is coming up with, with Jay Johnson. I know they would have liked to have gotten just a little bit deeper in you know, Kim Mulkey is, is going to be among when, – when the odds for women's basketball, you know, championship, Mulkey's going to be up there. We yep. really no, no. have to turn around the, the women's basketball program so quickly. Um, right. You know, I think, I think good things for Matt McMahon. I think he's going to be too. good on the basketball side. And, uh, you know, I think there's a chance here that, that Brian Kelly, you know, starts building a championship program very soon as well. So – it, yeah, the arrow is definitely pointing upward under Scott Woodward. Yep, no doubt about it. Always a pleasure, man. Love having you on the program. Uh, tell the folks about your podcast, how folks can follow you on social media. Yeah, LockedOnSEC.com is the easiest way to find the, the audio. Of course, wherever you get your podcast, just search LockedOnSEC. And we're on YouTube now, so you get the video version of the podcast as well. Just search LockedOnSEC. But, yeah, today's conversation posted, uh, it's our interview with the SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey where we talked to him about future SEC expansion, how to regulate NIL, how to stop Jimbo from throwing a hissy fit against Nick Saban all the time. So <laughs> all that's up there today. And then, uh, like I said, tomorrow we're going to drop our interview with Brian Kelly. So definitely check that out. Beautiful. Thanks as always, Chris. We'll check in with you soon. All right. Thanks, Eric.
You got it. That's Chris Gordy. Again, New Orleans on Chris Gordy, 7.90 a.m. in Houston. And, again, locked on uh, SEC podcast. Hey, don't forget about Dave Miet Insurance. It's time for an insurance checkup. Why don't you go with a guy that's got your back when it comes to your insurance? Hey, do you have the sufficient in, uh, coverage coming for the upcoming hurricane season? If you don't know if you do, contact my friend Dave Miet. Uh, if you're looking for a company that's got your back, contact Dave Miet. If you're looking for a company, again, that, again, when it comes to your insurance needs, uh, will be there for you before uh, again, uh, uh, before the storm, after the storm, it's Dave Miet Insurance. Uh, searches over 50 companies to get you the right price for your insurance. That's Dave Miet Insurance. 504-556-0809. That's Dave Miet Insurance. D-A-V-E-M-I-L-O-E-T-I-N-S-A-Z.com. That's Dave Miet Insurance. You want to save, call Dave. That's 504-556-0809. Dave Miet Insurance. Don't forget also, again, today's program is brought to you by Hendricks Neptunia Gin, a limited edition gin on the on the market right now just for a year. Uh, again, for those that, again, that are, are big fans of, of again, uh, the Hendricks uh, uh, Summer Solstice and Lunar, it's the limit, next limited edition in, in, the, uh, in the portfolio of William Grant. Get out there and enjoy a fantastic spirit. That's, that is Hendricks Neptunia Gin for a limited time in your favorite spirit store at your favorite restaurant or bar. If not, demand it. Demand Hendricks Mctunia Gin. All right, we'll be right back after these messages. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Larry Holder, the Athletic, joins us next. New Orleans, the North Shore, and worldwide at NashFM1061.com. Country for life. 1061 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by Taco Bell. Try Taco Bell's new cheesy double beef burritos now. A melty three cheese blend with nacho cheese sauce and double the seasoned beef in classic and spicy. At participating stores for a limited time while supplies last. Prices vary, tax extra. Double the seasoned beef as compared to beefy melt burrito. 10 westbound, your delays are solid right at Clearview. Also look out for delays that are heavy if you're traveling on 10 eastbound from just past City Park to Orleans. And in the meantime, look out for an accident at St. Rock Avenue at North Rocha Blade. I'm at Robinson Broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. Don't forget about my friends over at Southern Tire. Family owned and operated by the Piazza family since 1972. Your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs, the best deals on tires. Folks, they offer the largest selection of tires in the metropolitan area, something that will fit everyone's budget. And then, of course, need a new new set of wheels. They got that for you as well. Wheels and tires with the 30 inches, and financing is available. Want to keep that car on the road? Again, how, how about, how about uh, again, Nate's, how about ASC certified technicians? Uh, uh, and, of course, the same diagnostic equipment you get at the dealership. Uh, you got that all right there at Southern Tire. And it's backed, again, by the family name of, again, the Piazzas, who have had this business, again, since 1972. Want to keep your vehicle on the road? Uh, you're in charge of a fleet account, and you need to keep the, you know, those vehicles on the road, whether it's for tires or, again, keeping that engine running? Think Southern Tire. Hickory and Airline and Metairie open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3. 504-737-1558. Or go to southerntire.com and check out all the service they provide for their customers, including the diagnostic page where you can troubleshoot what's wrong with your vehicle. Go with a company that you can trust. Go with a company I've trusted for decades. It's Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline and Metairie, owned by the Piazza family since 1972. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes, ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 
467 Hickory Avenue. Open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can handle. At Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, their number one priority is treating people right. Take it from me, Eric Asher. It means getting there quickly in an emergency. They'll be on time and do a perfect job. And it means they promise to give everyone a fair price every time. So if you're looking for a better experience from your generator AC company, or you just got a big quote from someone else and you want a second opinion, let the folks at Burkhardt earn your trust and treat you right. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. If you own a home or a business in South Louisiana, you got to be thinking generators, right? Almost a prerequisite for you if you own your home or a business to keep the power on to have a generator. At Burkhart, they are your generator sales and service experts. At Burkhart, again, they make it easy for you. From planning to permits to inspections, they have a dedicated generator team that does all of that for you. Jason Burkhardt is in charge of that division. He will come over, sit down with you, again, whether it's your home or your business, and uh, do a consultation with you. Uh, no, he's not trying to sell you. He's trying to, again, educate you on, on the generators uh, that are out there, the different units. And then you choose the unit that's best for you and your home, you and your business. And when you, after you do that, I put you on the calendar for a single-day install. Financing is available for generators. You can pay that with low monthly notes over time. And then remember the new install quality check, which, again, is unique to Burkhardt. They come out one month after they install any piece of equipment for you to make sure, again, you feel comfortable in operating that equipment. 24-7, 365 emergency service. When it comes to generator with all the parts you need, stocked in their warehouse in Mandeville. It's a no-brainer. Are you looking for a generator for your home or your business? Think Burkhart. That's Burkhart, Burkhart Air Conditioning, Heating, Generator Sales and Service, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. All right, I want to thank Chris Gordy for joining us for the program Locked on SEC Podcast. Uh, we turn our attention back to the NFL and the New Orleans Saints. Joining us in the program from The Athletic, none other than Larry Holder. Larry, how are you, bud? What's up, E? How are you, buddy? I'm doing great, Larry. Thanks for the time, as always. Um, everybody getting ready to jump into camp. I guess by the end of this week, we'll have all 32 teams that will be in camp. And it's funny, I was looking at the quarterback rooms because I was talking a little bit earlier about the Saints quarterback room with Andy Dalton and, and also um, and Jameis Winston and trying to see, again, maybe what's the strongest quarterback room out there. And, boy, I'll tell you what, as, as I looked uh, across the board, 
the addition of Andy Dalton, as opposed to maybe a Trevor Simeon, who I'm not knocking, played fairly well for the Saints at times, but really couldn't get him over the hump. Um, really, I think, really kind of uh, puts this if, – if Jameis Winston can play up to his ability, this could be one of the better quarterback rooms in all the NFL. Yeah, but they, I feel like there's a, a little bit of a double-edged sword there because if you have to have a uh, a, a dual quarterback room, then you're probably right. not in great shape. And so I feel like when you look at somebody like the Panthers, you got – Sam Darnold and Baker right. Mayfield, and you're trying to figure out what's going to go on in, in Atlanta with Marcus Mariota and Desmond Ritter. And so, but I, I feel like the Saints, they're not in the sense that they're looking for the starter, but they're trying to cover themselves so they don't get into a bind like last year when they're having to play four quarterbacks because Jameis Winston get hurt, gets hurt. So no, I, I agree like with you. Yeah, so I feel like the Saints they're they're in really good shape there. Uh and yet, man, there there there's some definitely some quarterback situations across the league where you're wondering I already mentioned two within the division where the Saints have to feel better about than what Atlanta and Carolina has and and then there are also some others uh, within the league, and you're thinking, all right, what's going to happen there? I mean, specifically with Cleveland, I mean, I'm sure they're certainly figuring that Jacoby Brissett is going to have to play. But still, no, when you look at it in the sense that Jameis Winston is a little banged up, it seems like he's going to be fine and go through training camp. What if something happens injury-wise? You definitely have a, a viable quarterback who's been in the playoffs multiple times. So I feel like that the Saints went about that on purpose, and Andy Dalton gets it, Jameis Winston gets it, and so I feel like the Saints are, at quarterback-wise, even if something were to happen physically with Winston, that they would be in much better shape than they would have been a year ago. And, and, and by design. I think, again, I think they looked at this and realized, look, they might have given up a third-round compensatory pick uh, when it all when it all when it all kind of uh, kind of lays out uh, by going to get Dalton so early, but they felt that again they needed to have a quality backup who could be a starter in case again Jameis is hurt, Jameis doesn't come back again the same player, or Jameis becomes erratic Jameis once again, and, and they need somebody that again that could come in and, and be able to run this offense. And you know, uh, look, I liked it from day one them going out and getting. It. I thought again, I, I don't like to possibly maybe lose that third down compensatory pick, but uh, he could prove to be a great insurance policy for this team going forward. Look, I'm all in on Jameis, but again, anything can happen, and we saw it last year, and having to go through four quarterbacks uh, in one season is a tough for any team, and for this team to still win nine games under those circumstances goes to show you again how, how deep and how good this team is, but you've got to have a solid quarterback or you can forget it. Well, Eric, uh, let's think about it in these terms. Imagine if, okay, you're talking about a third-round pick that might be given up for Andy Dalton. Well, would you rather have Andy Dalton, or would you have rather given up a third-round pick for Matt Corral or Malik uh, Malik Willis or even taking a little bit of a flyer on Desmond Ritter? I mean, I'd take Andy Dalton there in a heartbeat. All day. Absolutely. Especially the position they're in right now. Because, again, 
the reason why they had continuity, the reason why they kind of stayed with, us, with again, the same coaching staff, uh, you know, they the, the tried to keep the team together, is because they feel like, again, they're very close to maybe again making another run at the Super Bowl. A lot of that depends on the quarterback position. And, and look, uh, with Drew Brees, for the most part, he was an Iron Man here in New Orleans, again, rarely missing, but they found their way of, again, especially toward the end of his career, finding some pretty good quarterbacks that could step in for him. You know, we could talk about Teddy Bridgewater, etc. cetera. Uh, in this case, uh, this is a, definitely an upgrade over, again, a Taysom Hill and, 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 a, and a Travis Simeon uh, from last year. Yeah, I think we look at terms of the quarterbacks they had around. Andy Dalton is probably better than Teddy Bridgewater. Now, not much, but better. So I, I feel like in, in that sense, they have gone out and kind of covered their bases because they saw what happened last year. They, they knew how good of a roster they had last year, and they were definitely uh, lacking quarterback play, and so they didn't want to do that twice. And so uh, when, you, when you see the pieces, especially look, you and me have talked about this all the time, defense is seemingly ahead of the offense at this point. And you want to make sure, even if things go awry, you at least have viable options at quarterback. And when you have Jameis Winston and Andy Dalton, I mean, that makes you viable. And we all know, and even Andy Dalton knows, that Jameis Winston is a starter. Mm-hmm. But I think I'm with you that if he flounders, you have to make a move. And then if neither of them work, we're talking about totally going back to the drawing board and yep. doing another quarterback next year. Yep, no doubt. And this is that's for, for both of them. There's no doubt. Then that's why they didn't invest more than a two-year deal in, 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 into, into Jameis Winston. And But, look, hopefully we see the same Jameis we saw last season, the beginning of the season, especially when it comes to not turning the ball over. I think that he's going to have an opportunity now – to maybe again feel more comfortable throwing the ball in tight windows, uh, that could be a that could be a blessing or a curse because he's got a better set of wide receivers. Uh, I think that he was hesitant to do that last year with the receivers that he had. It'll be interesting to see again, you know, how quickly he's he's trusting his legs uh, going forward. And of course, keeping his mechanics was something I've been talking about off season. When he doesn't have good mechanics, the guy is erratic, and that's something that gets him in trouble. So we'll see how that how that plays out with him, but. I think it's the perfect insurance policy with, with Andy Dalton. Oh, absolutely. Uh, but I do feel like that if the Saints offensive line can be healthy, viable, I mean, we've got to see what Trevor Penning's going to do True. Uh, at left tackle. But if Andres Pete can be okay, if Cesar Ruiz can be okay, and then if you have Eric McCoy there the whole season, he's stout. Ryan Ramchek, who's banged up last year a little bit, if he can be there, he can be stout. Like they can make that happen. But here's the thing. It, it's just it's something to block for Breeze, and it's something to block for Winston. They're not the same quarterbacks. Right. Breeze gets the ball out earlier. Winston mm-hmm. is not Breeze. There are not a lot of quarterbacks who are Breeze. I mean, I – it, when you look at time to throw, it is basically Tom Brady and everybody else. Tom Brady mm-hmm. 
he does not take sacks because he unloads the football. And yeah. that's what the Saints need. And the Saints are used to and That offensive line is used to. So I think they have to figure out how to adjust to that along with just being healthy and all the other pieces. So I think that's, that's, a, that's a, a question mark. I'm curious to see. Uh, I even want to just see uh, while they're doing it in training camp, much less preseason right. games, and then uh, obviously in, in, during the regular season. Well, well, and I'm going back in my mind's eye here, right? Breeze, you knew where he was at all times on on, on the field. He was stepping up, okay. Uh, that, that you could see, you could see in your mind's eye that the pocket kind of open, him on his tippy toes and letting the ball go, right? With Jameis, you don't get that all the time. He's not a guy that again you could you could count on. He's going to be in one spot and he's going to step up. Matter of fact, a lot of times again where he gets in trouble is he's not stepping into his throws. He's using all arm, and that's when he becomes very very erratic. If you go back and look at a bunch of games last year, you'll see him going east west instead of north south, and that's a whole different again blocking scheme for for that for that offensive line. And again, knowing where your quarterback is to protect your quarterback. So I think you make a fair. A great point. Yeah, I think it's about, about climbing the pocket. I mean, Drew Brees was so, so amazing climbing the pocket. Agreed. Say, you know, moving forward, moving backwards. And there's not a lot of quarterbacks in the history of the NFL who are actually good at that. So I think that's part of it. Uh, and so Jameis Winston, he likes to kind of stand tall in the pocket try to make yes. things happen, and I mm-hmm. think it's... We've seen him in seven games. He was certainly improving when he hit his seventh game, and then all of a sudden he gets injured. But still, it's all about being able to do that, and that is something that you could try to teach it, but some, some of that stuff is just innate, like just instinctual, and there's not a lot of quarterbacks who can do that. So I think that Pete Carmichael has a challenge to try to fit Jameis Winston into the best situations he can. And here's the thing, though. I mean, Jameis has more arm talent than Drew Brees, Mm -hmm. but it's all about footwork, pocket, presence, and then decision-making. And so, uh, but we could also say that about, Let's let's be frank. Twenty six out of thirty two quarterbacks yep. in the league. Mm-hmm. Like if they can do that right, that's great. Uh, but you don't know if that's going to be a consistent thing for a, a lot of those quarterbacks. I was watching the NFL Network the other night, and they were throwing bouquets at the Saints defense, talking to uh, you know um, Jarvis Bird of all people, saying that again they thought the Saints could have the number one defense in the entire NFL. You look at the again through through an entire NFL prism, not just again at the Saints. Compare and contrast this defense to other defenses in the NFL. I feel like the Saints' pass rush has to improve to be able to even get in that conversation. I get the the pieces beyond the front four. I'll just go front four. But the front four has to be dominant. And that means Cam Jordan has got to be an all-pro Cam Jordan. Marcus Davenport has to be available all the time. Peyton Turner has to be there. Anyamata has to be a big force. So I think it, it's funny I, because in the years past, I didn't have these big question marks about the front four, but I feel like mm-hmm. I have those are the questions where I have. 
because I feel like secondary, they've got, even though they've lost pieces, I feel like they've, they've got certainly viable pieces. I feel like Demario Davis, I like what Pete Warner's doing. The front four has to be able to make it happen because they took a dip last year uh, in terms of pressure percentage on quarterbacks. And so for that defense to be that well, they have to be able to do that. And so we know they've been stout against the run, but they have to pressure the quarterback better. And uh, look, this is a make-or-break year basically for Marcus Davenport. Uh, right. We know Peyton Turner's around, but we have not seen him be worth that first-round pick yet. So that's where, in my mind, they have to excel to be, say, a top-five defense. Kamara goes to court on Monday, next Monday, August 1st, unless it's going to be continued. It could be again. Um we're hearing that Deshaun Watson may get somewhere between two and eight games in terms of suspension from uh, from uh, former Judge Robinson. Uh, what's your gut on, on what will happen with Alvin Kamara? Will he be playing week one? Is this going to be something that's going to linger all season long? How do you think this is going to play out? I know you and me talked last week about two to eight. We with did. Deshaun Watson, mm-hmm. I think that's a travesty. <laughs> it he is. should be out for a year. But to me... I still think that Sean Watson, I mean, Sean Watson, I mean, Alvin Kamara is going to get six games. Now, when that happens. You, think, oh, you think he's going to get six? Oh, okay. I think he's going to get six. Uh, but it, it might be lighter, but I think it's mm-hmm. six. I mean, the tape done line. So I right. think he, he, he could get six. But I think it's funny you say that because what if the, the case gets pushed and it keeps going? And I, mean, I think it is, Larry. I yeah. think they're going to try to push this as far as they can in, in, into next summer if they can. Yeah, because I think I, it, so many people ask me about Deshaun Watson, when is he going to be suspended, and he doesn't have a criminal case anymore. And that's, right. it, I don't know. I mean, the NFL moves at their own pace, so it's kind of your guess is as good as mine. I mean, but with Kamara, the fact that the criminal case is still going and we'll see what happens uh, in, what is it, a week or two? And so it's next Monday. Yeah. Right. So it's, it, they move at their own pace. So you basically just kind of sitting, sitting and waiting. It's not like it's a drug suspension or, you know, something no. like that. When you teams know what's going to happen and we don't. So this is different. Yep. No, no doubt about it. What you got coming up for us on the athletic and uh, how can folks subscribe to the athletic and also how can folks follow you on social media? Absolutely. At Larry Holder on social media. And then uh, look, we're going to be doing all kinds of league-wide stuff. Eric, as we've talked about a bunch before, I, I cover the league now. Yes. And so I'm, uh, I'm diving into broad topics. And it's, uh, uh, I'm going to be following quarterbacks a lot this year. So I, I, I'd, I'd say look out for some uh, – some set pieces for that for me in terms of quarterbacks throughout the season. So uh, go check that out at uh, theathletic.com slash NFL and at Larry Holder on Twitter. Thank you, my friend. Appreciate your time. Look forward to our conversation every single week. You got to be always great talking to you, buddy. There he goes. Larry Holder of The Athletic. Remember, subscribe to The Athletic. Remember, do that under Larry's name, under his um, – 
under his uh, articles, and Larry will get credit for that. So, again, uh, make sure, again, when you do subscribe, subscribe under Larry's uh, article. That will, again, uh, help Larry. And, look, we want to obviously, again, uh, keep, uh, keep, keep my boy uh, employed. But not only that, The Athletic is an incredible, uh, and, I'm, and when I say, again, incredible source of information, you'll be happy you did. All right, don't forget about my friends over at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. Uh, if you come home tonight and the AC's not working, I'm telling you right now, guys are on call right now for you. you you'll call. You're not going to get an, someone from an exchange. You're going to get a, a, a person that works for Burkhardt that's going to answer the phone and dispatch one, one of their 15 trucks out to your home or your business to get you up and running. Burkhardt knows, again, how much it means to be able to, again, have air conditioning in South Louisiana, so much so that they can't fix your unit. They'll, have a, uh, they'll usually have a, um, uh, a window unit in their, in their truck, so, again, they can set the window unit up so you can have a cool night. Uh, and so that they can get to it in the morning if they don't, for some reason, they don't have the part. Uh, but that is rare as it is. Burkhart will be there for you when you need them. It's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Today's program is brought to you by Hendrick Neptunia Gin. Uh, again, Hendrick Neptunia Gin, now on, now on shelves at your favorite spirit store, your favorite restaurant, your favorite bar. Reach for Hendrick Neptunia Gin. We'll be right back. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Opelie. If you're in the market for a quality used car, come visit us at Southern Tire Auto Sales. We have a large selection of pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs for every taste and budget. Every pre-owned vehicle on the lot has been carefully inspected for safety and quality. At Southern Tire Auto Sales, we'll only sell you the best used vehicles, and we'll never sell you something we wouldn't buy ourselves. Financing is available. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Customers. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Miata Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency, so we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMiatInsAgency.com. Hi, Eric Asher. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. Hey, Eric, 17 years later, we're still open 24-7. Yeah, your sign ought to read, sorry, we're open. Come on, man, 24 hours a day? You know how tough that is? That's a real service to the community. Yeah, the Poison Control Center is open 24 hours, too. Uh, the TikTok Cafe, where the gluten is always free, intersection of I-10 and Causeway, also known as the intersection of salmonella and high cholesterol. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you. 
I'll bring you up in a second. Kim, can you see if we have more acid wash? Desmona's thrift store is the spot for killer vintage finds. Oh, that looks fabulous on you. Hey, can you do the register? But her sales clerk situation feels pretty threadbare. Oh, yeah, let me clear out that fitting room. Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. We instantly connect you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Earn up to $500 in sponsored job credits by conducting interviews on Indeed. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. Terms and conditions apply. Prescription products require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if a prescription is appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for full details and important safety information. Subscription required. Refund available for 60 days after purchase. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 90% cheaper? And you can get it online? Go to 4 slash joy. At Hims, you'll get a free medical consultation and discreet shipping if prescribed. Love your results or your money back. To start your free online visit, go to 4 slash joy. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y. If you're injured in a car crash, Never settle for less than you deserve from the insurance company. And don't settle for just any law firm. Demand Dudley DeBosier. It's always our goal to get you the maximum compensation you deserve. And with our no-fee guarantee, you pay us nothing. No fees, no costs, or expenses unless we get you money. Call now, and we'll review your case for free. That's the Dudley DeBosier difference. Call 504-444-4444. That's 504-444-4444. Chad Dudley, New Orleans. LA 22-13579. Welcome back. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. And, of course, want to thank Jeff Duncan for joining us on the program, Chris Gordy, Larry Holder. Uh, also, again, Rudy back at studio for producing today's program. Of course, all the sponsors sponsor our show. You can go to ericasher.com for a slide to the sponsor sponsor our program. Uh, please support those sponsors. And thanks to the sponsors for supporting our program as well. And um, I want to thank, again, our friends over at the William Grant Independent Family Distillers, uh, Hendricks and Neptunia Gin, our, uh, our Monday sponsor. I'm telling you right now, can't think of anything better. A long day. Uh, it's been hot. Maybe, again, you're out in the yard. Uh, maybe in, we're working and again, head, come in and, and make yourself a cocktail with Hendrix Neptunia Gin with, again, that, that, uh, that crisp, crisp citrus finish for you. Uh, if uh, reach out, reach for a Hendrix Neptunia Gin. If you don't have it, it's at your favorite spirit store. should be at your favorite restaurant or bar. If not, demand it. All part, again, the portfolio of William Grant Independent Family Distillers since 1887. All right, it's been a blast, New Orleans. Thanks so much for tuning in. Certainly appreciate it. Podcast will be up about 20 minutes after the show ends. Remember, Ross Jackson joins me on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports this week for his inaugural visit. And, of course, we'll do it all over again. We'll be doing a lot of tales of the cocktail stuff this week as well. And uh, coming up next is uh, Ken Trahan with All Access. And uh, his guest tonight is Mike Triplett of ESPN. It's been a blast. Thanks for listening. My name is Eric Asher. Have a wonderful evening. From the dog catch to the governor, that includes the man. They all got to go. Pass you.